Welcome to the Millionaire Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Ack, and I want to help you develop your millionaire mindset so that you can grow your wealth, get rich, have the freedom you want, design, create, and live the life that you want. Let's go. Today, I want to talk about self-limiting beliefs. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably going to go over um, the 10 minutes. I try to keep it between 5 and 10 minutes. But this is something I'm so passionate about. And and I could talk for hours on. And I am going to um, open up a, a part of me in my self-limiting beliefs so that you can understand that we all have them and how to process and get past them. So your beliefs, they're your assumed truths. They're that inner statement that you tell yourself that you are emotionally invested in. And you probably don't even feel them. They've been such a part of you your whole life. They develop in childhood. Your self-limiting beliefs develop way back when you were a child. And they exist and you don't even feel them. They're such a part of your life that you don't even recognize them. Now, they also have the greatest impact negativity. They have the greatest negative impact on you. That's what I was trying to say. They, they impact you negatively, greater than anything else, and stop you from being your yourself, your future self, your, your best self, your potential. They stop you from reaching your goals. And here's the thing. The reason that they're there, we develop them so that we don't have to feel future pain. And, and that's just where I'm going to start. Now, I'm going to tell you a story of, of me and self-limiting beliefs that I had that affected my life and how they affected. And fortunately, I saw them, I recognized them, and I did the work to get past them. And I'm not going to just tell you about self-limiting beliefs here. I, I am going to actually go through the whole thing and how you're going to do it too. Like I said, I could talk about this for hours. So when I was growing up, we, we didn't have any money. Like, we were the poorest people on the block. Not only did we not have any money, but we had uh, six junk cars, two car batteries, and, and one set of license plates. And I remember my dad, like, put the battery in that car, see if it starts, and and switching plates in the morning on any car that did run. We didn't care what it was registered to. We just threw a set of plates on it. And, and we had cars in the front of the house, cars in the back of the house, and... I'll bet my dad never paid more than like $100 for a car. And back then, that was uh, nothing, you know, like for a car. And so uh, we just had junk and we were poor. And you know, the thing is other people saw it, they knew it. And I felt second class. I felt like I was never good enough. And then on my mom's side of the family, um, my great grandparents and my great aunts and great uncles and what have you also made us feel made me feel that uh, I was never good enough you know that they were always better and I had the self-limiting belief that that I am not good enough I had the self-limiting belief that I you know I'm second class and everyone else is better than me and not only that but then I struggled in school I, I talk about how 
the third grade, I, I repeated it in the morning and then went on to the fourth grade at lunchtime. And, you know, believe me, the kids noticed and they made fun of me. And I struggled with literacy and I, I struggled with a lot of things, and I, you know, writing or all of that. And, and academically, it was just such a struggle. When I took the job at the towel factory, it's because I thought they were the only people that hire me. You know, so you can imagine this second class, never good enough, never smart enough, self-limiting belief. And that was me. Like, I'm just telling you how it is raw. And I remember when I started dating, like in high school, I uh, there was girls I wanted to ask out for a date. And, you know, they were beautiful and what have you. And, and I used to think to myself, I'm not good enough. Look at them, they're better than me. And I wouldn't ask them. And instead, I would date anybody who would date me. You know, like that was my mentality. And, and because I'm not as good as everyone else. And I took a job because I didn't have to use my, you know, thinking because I'm not as smart as everyone else. So that was my self-limiting beliefs. It crippled me for a long, long time. And, and if I kept them, if, I swear if I kept them, I would still be working somewhere like, like the tall factory was and not where I'm at at life. And um, so you can see how you, you have to get past them. And not only do you feel them because they're there to avoid future pain, right? Like I said, uh, so they stop you from doing the things that you will automatically believe you will fail at because of your self-limiting beliefs. Self-limiting beliefs become self-prophecies. You know, so, and I'm going to get into that in, in a little bit, but what happens is when you, when you believe them, there's a result. Now, I never felt I was worthy enough. When I wasn't good enough uh, because we didn't have money and we drove junk cars and, and I wore my brother's clothes and it's just all the crap, that I never felt that I was worthy. And so the thing is, when, when you have that feeling of uh, not being worthy, worthless, uh, you act defensively. That, so the result is you get defensive. And if you have that feeling like, I'm not able to handle conflict, what happens is you end up just giving in to others. And then you have that internal struggle, that internal pain. And you know what? Before I go any further, because I'm going down the whole, though we're, we're going down the rabbit hole in this one. I want, if you have kids, I want you to have your kids listen to this podcast and you see where I'm at today and how I struggled and my parents didn't think I was going to amount to anything. You know, so um, my dad used to call me Skid, said I was going to end up on Skid Row. So that's pretty powerful, isn't it? My dad called me Skid. Um, so, yeah, if you have kids, have them listen to this. Um, so if you – some other beliefs, like you have to do everything perfect, you you become risk – you know, you avoid risk. Uh, and then if you, you – nothing you have to say is, is worthy enough, like you don't have any input. You don't – you tend to speak up, and then you, you kind of – back yourself down, you know, because you don't think that you're able to uh, s deliver anything with quality, say anything, add to the conversation. 
And then there's people who feel powerless and they end up not standing up for themselves. I saw a lot of that in my own father. You know, I love my father, but I, I saw him never stand up for himself. And I was able to recognize that I was starting to feel like that as a young adult, as a, as a teenager. So, and all these become uh, problems. These self-limiting beliefs, they develop, like I said, in your childhood, early ages. You know, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Can you imagine... Uh, when you know, I'll talk about going back to where they originate from, but here's a, a visual for you. Imagine somebody gave you a T-shirt, and that says, "I'm not beautiful," or a T-shirt that said, "I'm not smart enough," or a T-shirt that said, "You know, I'm, I'm fat. Uh, people don't like me. Uh, you'll never amount to anything. Uh, don't bother trying. You're going to fail." And not only do you have this T-shirt, but you wear it every day of your life it becomes such a part of you that you don't even think twice about putting it on in the morning now that is a self-limiting belief you don't you're not even aware of them so the first is the first step you know i'm, I'm going to go down a few steps in and how to overcome them so the first is to actually identify any self-limiting beliefs and what behaviors they're having is a result of that self-limiting belief. Like I said, what is the, the behavior of it? And you can look at your behaviors and work it backwards to find out what your self-limiting belief is and the self-awareness. And, you know, I'm so excited right now. Um, and, and let me add this in here because it's just popping in my head. I don't edit this. I, this is just me rolling. Um, you never, in life, you will never, uh, you'll never rise above your own opinion of yourself. That's powerful. You'll never rise above your own opinion of yourself. So identify it. And you can identify yourself limiting beliefs based on your behaviors. Now, are you the person that backs down? Are you the person that doesn't speak up? Are you feel like you're not good enough? You know, like these, let's identify first and and. I'm going to give you a little, little sneak uh, into the, you know, I'm going to go down a whole thing here. When I didn't think I was good enough, when I didn't think I was as good as everyone else, part of it was um, when people complimented me on my achievements, I didn't accept it. You know, I, I didn't. And what bothered me was I wasn't able to accept compliments. I wasn't able to accept, like, people, you know, looking up to me. I didn't think I was worthy. And that's what I identified. You know, that the part that I could not accept a compliment is how I identified my self-limiting beliefs. So self-identification. And, and like I said, I could talk for hours, but this is a, a pretty brief podcast although I go into this a lot with my clients and uh, also on my uh, master classes. So that's the first thing is self-identification, self-awareness, big, big thing. The second is think about where these beliefs came from. Like I said, growing up, we had junk cars. Uh, our house was always in, in, re in poor repair. Like I remember we had a front door and it was like uh, plywood, and we had a board nailed across it. And uh, 
horizontally and then we wedged a pipe up against that board and then onto the floor and that was our front door you know we wedged the door shut with a pipe so <laughs> consider where i think my not being as good as everyone else came from i'd go to my friend's house and they actually had front doors and they had plates that matched and their houses were clean and and their clothes fit and and it was all that and so i looked at me so the second thing is consider where they came from yeah mine came from my family and and looking back like i said on my mom's side of the family my my great grandparents and my great aunts and my great uncles and and that i don't you know they've been gone for years but i don't think they were good people you know like in my memory now because i never felt welcomed i never felt invited you know i'm a kid you know, my gosh, I'm a little kid. So um, here's the next thing. I want you to think about where these beliefs might have shown up in your life that aren't true. Like I said, when people compliment and people are in awe, they're like, wow, Steve, your business is amazing. Like you're doing all these great things in business and and, and you're employing more people and, and you're making money. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to win, uh, earn business awards, like trophies in business and, and get recognition. And I'm like, wait, how can I be getting all this if I don't think I'm good enough? So I'm like, you know what? I am. So what I'm saying is look where they're incorrect. Look where your beliefs actually aren't right. You know, you're, you don't have to live them. There's, there's times where you've been really smart and, and you might not think you're smart enough. So that's, that's the next one you have to do. Okay, so this next step is going to sound a little bit tricky. I hope I explain it well uh, because, you know, I do it quickly. So we're going to remove some beliefs, right? Well, whatever you remove, you got to replace. So let's think about the beliefs that, Let's have new beliefs with new experiences and recognizing yourself in a new way and reinforcing these new beliefs. So how do you want to see yourself? What, what opinion do you want of yourself? Not opinion of what you have. What opinion do you want? I used to think I was not a good-looking guy. You know, like my brother Jay, my God, he's a good-looking guy. And, and like here I am with a big nose and crooked teeth and my eyes too closed and, and attached earlobes. He has attached earlobes. And, you know, like nothing – I have red hair. <laughs> so uh, I used to say, well, I'm just not good-looking. I'm, I'm just not a good-looking guy. I'm an ugly guy. And, and today – I look in the mirror and I'm like, Steve, you look so good. Like I, I replace that and I truly believe that I'm a good looking guy. You know, and, and I'm not just saying that. I yeah, you hang around with me long enough and you'll hear me say, I look fantastic today. And I say it exactly like that. Fantastic. <laughs> so if you're gonna remove uh, your opinions of yourself that are low, we're going to replace them with those that are much higher. So, and then here's the next one I want you to think about. Life is not a light switch. We have these new behaviors, right? Because we have new um, 
beliefs in ourselves, and you know we we have new behaviors. But life's not a light switch. It's not. Let's change. Old behaviors are going to creep in. Yeah, even as much as you want to change, they're going to creep in. Old thoughts are going to creep in. It's going to happen. Now, don't get discouraged. Like I said, it's not a light switch on and off. You're going to have them. And there's going to be a time where they're very strong. You're going to have these strong feelings that, you know what, I am, you know, not smart enough. I am not attractive. I am, uh, you know, I'll never be rich or whatever. But as long as you stick to your new behaviors, how would I act if I had more confidence? What would I do? And the more you do that, the less the old behaviors will creep in. So you have to challenge how you behave, challenge how you think. It's not easy, right? And it's just going to come down to practice and reinforcement. And that's really what it is. It's practice your new behaviors. How would I act if I was smart enough? How would I act if I am the most important person in the room? How would I behave if I was good looking? Or you know what I mean? Like how would a good looking person do that? I am going to behave in that manner as well. So you have to practice and reinforce. And it took me a long time. I have... So much confidence. My confidence is a superpower. I am uh, fearless. Uh, I I used to feel fear and retreat. Now I feel fear and charge into it. I love the butterfly feeling. Um, I am. You know what? I so some people want a seat at the table, and in my head I'm like, it's my table. And you're gonna have to change a lot of things. Now, here's the truth. In, in my life, most people in my life have probably entered my life in the last, I would say, five years. You know, in the last maybe five years, the majority of people in my life, that's when they entered it. A handful of people from way back, you know. um, I just don't. I, you know, new, new Steve, new day, new me, new everything. And, And this has been my transformation. So that's really kind of what I wanted to share with you today. And I really wanted to express that, listen, um, I'm not very tall, like I'm 5'7". So that was always, you know, like I'm shorter than everyone else. And I'm not as fast as everyone else. And even though I was great at sports, my brothers were better. I, I lived in their shadow. So these are all the things that I can now recognize and and I've processed and I move past so and and I'm going to do an episode coming up about processing your past and what that means and what that feels like and it feels wonderful I have to tell you (laughs) so um, that's what I have for you today and I encourage you to share this podcast especially with young people uh, so that they don't feel like they're alone you know I I was there I know what it's like So that's what I have for you today. That's what I have for you today. So if you love this podcast, please share it with somebody that you think can benefit from listening to it. Share it on your social media. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review. Let the world know what you think of our podcast. Also, 
Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. And I'm going to leave you with this. I know that you can become the person that you want to be and build the wealth that you want to have. And I know that you could design and create and live the life that you want. And I want to help you get there.